In this episode, we have special guests, and I just wanted to do an asterisk trigger warning because social media can be something that brings up a lot of feelings for people, but we thought it would be appropriate to share how we feel. It's a little bit disheveled in our conversation because we're just hanging out after dinner and wanting to talk about this topic, but I hope that you have some takeaways and if you have any thoughts that come up or questions, like please feel free to contact us because I don't think that one episode is enough, so enjoy. Last night, we had dinner, and we decided that this topic was too good over dinner that we had to create a podcast episode just for it. So Tyler is here. Yes, hello. And we also have two very special people. We have my husband, John. Hello. And we have our dear, dear Gina. Hello. (laughs) Uh, Basically, we were talking about social media and the effects that it has on us and has had on us and continues to have on us. And we thought, why not talk about it? John has prepared some questions, but we'll probably just have an open topic discussion about it because social media is not gonna go anywhere. And I thought it was relevant to talk about because social media slash Instagram really makes us question our worth. So John, take it away. All right. What's y'all's favorite social media platform? I don't really have a favorite, but most use is probably Instagram. Like Facebook is toxic AF. (laughs) (laughs) It's funny because Instagram's comfortable for me now, Mm. but TikTok I enjoy because I think people are so funny. Mm. TikTok doesn't require a lot of brain work to enjoy. It doesn't. And it does like they don't, people don't curate their feed to look a certain way that people have tried and worked so hard on for Instagram. I love Instagram. Instagram is my one-stop shop. I can get sports highlights. I can see what my friends are up to. I can look at some dope photography, listen to some new music, and watch, like, Naruto fights. (laughs) That you send me. Yeah. It's a great place. I like Instagram a lot. I, I, I have a TikTok account, but I don't... One thing I hate about TikTok is when you turn it on, it's like in your face, like something is there and it's like, <laughs> oh my goodness. And then you're just like, you're done. No, no, no. <laughs> but you get into it. You keep scrolling. I can't. I can't, can't. No, I can't do I it. But I feel like you do that with Instagram reels anyway. Uh, okay. So this brings up a great point. Are reels and TikTok the same thing? Yeah. Yes. Tyler says yes. Yes, what makes them different? Yeah, sometimes John will send me a reel and I'm like, I've seen this on TikTok two weeks ago. <laughs> if anything, reels is behind. It's like it's like reruns. Yeah, because it was created as a, a reaction yeah. to TikTok. To TikTok so it's okay, like, do you guys know what this is? Thanks for checking in. I'm still a piece of garbage. It's a vine. That's a vine? It's a vine. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Dang. Who if, if Vine was still around, it would be my favorite social media platform. Really? Sure, Vine? Because yeah. they were like 15 seconds? Seven. Well, yeah, they upped it to 15 before it was seven seconds. Wow. So it's TikTok on steroids. Wow. But Gina, what's your favorite social media? I would say my most used right now is YouTube. But Instagram was always my favorite. But then this past year, I haven't been going on Instagram like that like at all. I deactivated my Instagram last year for a couple months. 
just brought it back haven't posted anything since july you're good about posting stories yeah but now it's only for work yeah. you know like work work related um i do watch tiktoks here and there just because my little sister sends me tiktoks all the time and me <laughs> and you but you send it through like messages yeah yeah, yeah oh wow yeah but yeah i'll still check in on facebook here and there what made you deactivate instagram just for my mental health like i was going through a phase or like a time in my life where i just wanted to like get rid of everything i lived in hawaii with my best friend um for like a month and a half and i was like i don't want to even be on social media and like posting about what i'm doing here i just want it to be for me you know so like what do you think makes you feel impacted by what you see on instagram i think it was it was definitely like the people i followed so like celebrities my friends just seeing all of their highlights it made me feel like what am i doing with my life you know like why am i not like them like why can't i do better mm. and i think that sent me to like a really bad depression and anxiety which i'm you know i've been struggling with that for years but that just heightened it even more and yeah so what made you want to come back i'm trying to be a normal human being you know <laughs> is being on social media being a normal human yeah being? because the people who aren't on social media it's like they're the way that they perceive the world is so different but i'm not like that i know i'm not so unique and different that like i can't be on any social media it's still a way to connect with family and friends that i don't see you know gina's talking about the amish <laughs> no <laughs> it's funny you say that though because honestly a world without social media sounds so peaceful yeah it is and so like i don't know i feel like i would enjoy that a lot more it than was being like a normal yeah. human being yeah i don't want to be normal but then now since everything's work-related i need to i need to be on social media mm. that's for a way for me to connect and network you know makes sense see and that's what the pressure is i think for me and you jen and even you, John, because that's where your work gets put up. That's where people can see you. And so absolutely, you don't necessarily have to be on it, but it's a great tool. And the reasons to be on it sometimes outweigh the reasons not to be on it. It's a double-edged sword. I think there are a lot of ways that protect me and keep a good distance for me because I look at social media like, how can I utilize this to tell my story? and get myself to the level that I want to be. Whereas, for example, when I posted my first YouTube video, it was really out of fun. My friend wanted to hear me sing, and I had moved. And I was posting, and then people were reacting to it, and I kept taking their requests, and I was just singing, just having fun. And it was opportunity for me, who never saw people who looked like me perform music, American pop music, and R&B, have a platform. And I think people resonated with that. And so when I look at new social media platforms, I always think of it as opportunity, to be honest. And not even like, I need to make a ton of money from it. Because trust me, even though I had a lot of subscribers, I was on YouTube so early, I was not making money. I, Google AdSense was not a thing. But for me, it brought me a lot of opportunity to sing more, write more, connect with other people who are like-minded. So when it comes to Instagram, although there was a time I definitely took a break from social media because I was figuring out who I was, once I figured out who I was, it was just a matter of like, how do I want to tell my story? How do I want to tell my story? People can definitely inspire you or make you feel like 
in a bad way that you have to be a certain way and like having to do photo shoots so that you can have like a fire feed and everything but when i think about when i use social media the most authentically as i can a lot of wonderful things happened and that includes me meeting john you know that was from me being on youtube him stumbling upon my video and then he was following me on instagram and i noticed that he was and that's how we connected and we ended up getting married and i wouldn't be here today if i wasn't on social media and like created the opportunity for myself shout out to instagram bro. <laughs> shout out to instagram <laughs> who needs hinge and bumble yeah yeah there was no dating like when apps we was, back then we, all we had was e-harmony when we bro, was serious and match.com match.com oh I, okay, I was never on those yeah i was never on those but instagram because i think if people really know themselves and share what they want to share someone could look at your profile and really feel like they know you yeah and i felt like i knew john when i looked at his page didn't you say he didn't have any selfies on it though he didn't have selfies but he had photos of himself like oh. him and his mom oh, or gotcha. photos like someone else took of him okay. yeah it's not like selfies okay yeah but i felt like i could get his essence and that made me feel like, oh, I know this person. Whereas now, I can't tell if people are genuinely like that or if they've curated a version of themselves until I meet them in person mm -hmm. or see them on video. I need to see how they interact. Yeah. Do you think Instagram, social media is a true reflection of your true self? I think I am pretty honest on there, but it's not like I share every single thing of my life. So believe it or not, I have like days where I'm like super sad or whatever, and I don't need to trauma dump on people, mm -hmm. but I am very open and honest because as much as I share my highlights, I think I try to tell people like, it took a lot of work to get to this. Mm -hmm. And even though this is a good thing, I know it's not the greatest thing mm -hmm. because I also talk about dreams I have not accomplished and how I am getting older but I am thankful that I haven't given up. Mm -hmm. And so when I use social media to share my highlights, I am hoping to inspire other people in knowing that I'm not where I thought I would be, but I'm still going. And I hope that we can all still keep going for what we want. <laughs> Preach. That's a really wholesome way to use it, you know, because a lot of people, I mean, I've tried to make an effort to do that as well. You know, like I don't trauma dump, but I was consciously just like, you know, I, I'm not perfect and I like the imperfect parts of my life. So if it's worth sharing, I'm going to share it. Mm -hmm. Even with like the singing videos I do. Yeah, we were talking about yeah, that. 90% of them have a mistake in them. Same. And I keep it in because I'm just like, that's what I look like when I'm at yeah, home. Yeah, because this is not going to make or break somebody. No. But some people have that attitude when they post anything where mm -hmm. they're like, this has to be really good. Mm -hmm. No, that's I, I. there was a period where I was trying to grow TikTok and I got some advice from a friend who knew how like everything worked in terms of algorithms and posting schedules. And I was sticking to that for like a good month. Um, I was editing my videos on my laptop and like getting footage like some crazy person. It'd take me an hour to edit like a minute long video. And I was just like, this is not sustainable. Only an hour. I heard people be spending more than an hour on some of their videos. That's because I wasn't doing like batch days or anything like that. <laughs> I was really like, oh, I have this idea. Let me put the video together right now. And right. so I was just like, I can't, no, no more perfect, no more produced. It's just going to be quick and dirty and, you know, good content from here on out. 
like quality content, but in the sense of what I'm giving you and not what you're looking at. So I think it's very open and out there that women uh, feel like they have to live up to certain expectations when it comes to our bodies. And uh, I, I know the Kardashians, for example, are a big um, conversation and how even like photo editing and stuff like that is something that they do in practice and that affects us. But for men, what is like something that men struggle with? What do you mean? When it comes to comparison or watching out for your mental health. Gym bros, they pop up on my feeds on Instagram and TikTok all the time. And I'm just like, you know, I'm okay with the body I have, but when it just keeps getting pushed in your face, I kind of start to think, oh man, maybe I should be going to the gym constantly and eating this type of diet so I can look like this, even mm -hmm. though I don't have any desire to look like that. Mm -hmm. But like when it's always there, mm -hmm. like, I don't know what it is, but I'll be getting thirst traps, like not the, the thirst trap initially, like people will do the thing where like they'll react to it. So I'll still see the thirst trap and have a second to be like, dang, I wish my body looked like that before the person pops up mm -hmm. who's reacting to it. Mm -hmm. But that's, that's been my biggest struggle, just like body image in terms of like wishing I were more buff and sometimes wishing I were taller, mm -hmm. you know, cause I'll see a lot of fashion videos as well. Mm -hmm. And I'll see, you know, clothes that people wear and I'm just like, well, that wouldn't fit on me that way because I'm five foot three, not six foot. Mm -hmm. So that hurts me a little bit. I get FOMO, especially when I see a bunch of my friends in the industry on like a really fun shoot and I'm not there. Mm. I feel that. That's real. Even with us, right? Mm -hmm. Seeing actors get work that... Especially when it's a role that you were up for, too. Mm -hmm. Ooh. Yeah. I feel that. Glenn Kwan. <laughs> he be at Pocha. I don't get a phone call. <laughs> Glenn, this is Tyler. Please follow me back on Instagram. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm like, bro, for real? You had Noreba? You didn't hit me up? No, I'm just kidding. No, I would, if he even did, I'd be like, bro, listen, I can't. It's a Tuesday. Um... When I see like um, buff dudes, I'm like, y'all must be poor to be spending that much time in the gym. How is it that you spend so much time to make your body look like that? You're your Superman. Like, I don't know. But does it affect me? I always think to my head, like, I'd be like, man, Jen would really like that. <laughs> oh <my gosh. laughs> but it's like, you know. I I embrace my self in that sense. You're you're a very hardworking person, and you're not lazy at all. Thank you. Yeah. You are too. Thank you. And for me, it's more so like I would love to go to the gym with you, but it's not because I need you to look like a gym bro. I I love you, and I fell in love with you for how you are. Yeah, I just want to prolong prolong like good health. Yeah. I don't know if like I've never had a six pack in my life. Never. And I'm okay if I never do, you know. TikTok says the six packs are overrated because it just means you're you're um very dehydrated. Yeah, you're very dehydrated. Literally, <laughs> drink water, friends. <laughs> and John's really good about drinking water. I drink a lot of water. I I didn't want to like speak for Gina, so Gina, mm -hmm. for you, what do you think are the things that specifically made you feel not so great? Well, if I was if I was looking at my own profile and seeing the photos that I've taken, you know? And like, I remember the time, I remember exactly like how I was feeling or like what I was doing, 
what I was going through during that time too that makes me want to delete my Instagram or like that's why I only have three photos up on my page right now but those three pictures are genuinely like the happiest moments so that's why I have them up and I think when it comes to other people I can see like how they may or may not be fronting you know but like that still triggers me sometimes too because like that's something I used to struggle with as well Mm -hmm. that makes sense but does it make you scared to post things where you're not like the happiest because you're saying that you're affected by things because all you see are their highlights yeah but you're only posting your highlights too yeah and not really though because okay i'm only saying that because you just said that these are the happiest moments yeah yeah, yeah. (laughs) not really but like even even now it's like work stuff i might not be like in the best mood sure you know but i'm still posting Hmm. do you ever have moments where you're like i want to post this but you stop for some reason yeah like when we did the shoot with nina dobrev i wanted to post that i don't know what it exactly is that's, that's stopping me from posting right now because mm-hmm. if it was me like six months ago i would have definitely posted it or yeah. like a year ago i just think i'm still trying to like take my time and like ease back into it that's why i'm only doing stories mm. and honestly i feel like a lot of people because that's what I do, you know? I post a lot in stories just because it feels like a little less specific and a little less pressure to kind of make it look curated. So, I mean, that's a good way to, to segue back in. Yeah, and then I also, like, I don't want people to see that, like, oh, yeah, like, she's only posting because, like, she she has a selfie with the celebrity that she worked with, you know? It's but like, why does that matter? I know, I know it doesn't matter, but I don't want to be flexing, you know? I don't want to... I don't want to come off as like, oh, now she thinks she's got it all figured out and like, you know. No, but I think like when, when there definitely may be people who think like that. Because for my page too, I'm sure there are people who look at my posts and think, oh, she thinks she's so cool because she's doing all these. But reality is if they were to really read my post, a lot of times I try to say things where I'm proud of myself for getting this far because of the things that I've gone through because there's more context behind it. Mm-hmm. And I think that if anyone took the time to sit with you like I have, they would be so proud of you. And they would love to hear the things that you've wrestled with because nine times out of 10, they probably struggled with it too. Mm-hmm. So for me, I just want to liberate you mm-hmm. in posting because I don't want you to have to stop yourself from mm-hmm. sharing wonderful memories. Mm-hmm. Childhood, you know, when you were younger mm-hmm. and you told your younger self that you were going to get to work with Nina Dobrev, she would be stoked yeah for real and now you're telling me that you're not gonna post because you don't want other people to misinterpret right and that that comes from my insecurities of always being misunderstood sure sure i don't i hate being misunderstood i always feel like i'm very guarded so i know i can come off kind of cold and from that i've been like scarred so many times when people girl what (laughs) she says she hates being misunderstood but like you look at her instagram it's the most ambiguous like you have like these captions that just be like day four (laughs) (laughs) that's defense mechanism it's like if you don't want to be misunderstood just don't be perceived period you know oh Mm -hmm. okay okay it's Mm -hmm. like no one can misunderstand you if there's nothing to look that's that young people energy that's right but, or you could just sh- be a little bit more open, 
you know because here's the thing people who want to misunderstand you will misunderstand you yeah, yeah. but people who want to understand you will we'll sit with uh, them. yes yeah. yes and those are the people you want to surround yourself with yeah for sure because all all people really want and hunger for i think is authenticity which is why i think tiktok has gotten so popular mm -hmm. because people who are the people that are getting popular yeah the ones like that crying. are keep it hella real <laughs> yeah the ones that are vulnerable mm -hmm. the ones that like they show you how they really don't look with makeup on and then they'll do the glow up look mm -hmm. or they're just being silly and i think it's really challenged influencers it's so crazy though because i think you know you're younger than me and i see that your generation you too tyler like the people who post they post like they're celebrities yeah i see that where they're like oh i want to get this instagram pic i want to i want to pose like this and i want to pose like that and me as someone who's a little older i'm like well dang is that how i'm supposed to pose too but a part of me is like no i can't live life like this and for me like when i post what i post is really in rebellion to that because yeah. i also know that sure i have aspirations of being in movies and performing here etc and i see how certain celebrities do it but I think the ones that I end up respecting personally are the ones that keep it super real yeah. and just post themselves with having fun with their family and um, not having to always look a certain way. Cause I mean, like it's already hard enough having to look and act a certain way to get the job in the first place. Yeah. Why would you want to exhaust yourself even more by taking that to your personal life too? Yeah. Like all acting is about getting prettied up and looking perfect. So at the end of the day, it just sounds so much more, freeing just to be your dang self on social media be chaotic yeah. you know but you know i know several friends who have recently deactivated their social media mm -hmm. because it brings up bad things for them mm -hmm. and as someone who's been online for a very long time i feel like it's given me so much opportunity mm -hmm. and it's not to say it was easy and it's not to say that it wasn't like heart-wrenching at moments but i think there are so many beautiful things that can come about if you tell your story mm -hmm. and i always say this to like my one-on-one -on -one clients but if you don't tell your story someone else will mm. and they'll have that narrative for you yeah you don't have control of it because mm -hmm. once you I, I was actually listening to stacy abrams being interviewed by dax shepherd and when she was running for governor she had to be very open about her finances mm -hmm. that she was in debt and she even like had to share her story about her family mm. and she had to sit down with them and say, Hey, like I, is this okay that I tell people about our, our past and our history because it will come out, but I would rather tell the story and I need to tell the story so that people understand why I'm good for the job. Mm. And I totally resonated with that mm -hmm. because you know, I talk about this all the time. It's I'm not the most talented. I'm not the most prettiest. I'm not the most popular, but I know I'm different. Mm -hmm. And in social media, a lot of times people want to be like everyone else. They want to make sure that their feed looks like everyone else's because that's on brand question, like quote unquote. But what the real challenge is, is how can you stand out just by being yourself? Mm -hmm. Because you will, mm -hmm. right? Because even all four of us, if we were really ourselves online, and people looked at our profiles, they'd see completely different things. Glenn Kwan would unfollow me. <laughs> <laughs> Do you ever feel like you can use more support in your life? Whether it's figuring out your day-to-day -day or finishing that project you've been meaning to start, one-on-one -on -one coaching might be right for you. 
You can apply for one-on-one coaching with Jennifer Chung through Today Worthy by going to todayworthy.com. Hey, if you're listening to this, that means you've now heard of Today Worthy. Today Worthy is a community for those that don't just stream, but do. We live in a world that constantly tells us we have to accomplish things to be worth anything. But what if we understood our innate value now? Your power lies in recognizing and embodying your worth without the need of validation from others. It starts with ourselves. You can join our community by becoming a member today by going to todayworthy.com. Members get access to our private Discord, monthly calls, discounts on merch, and more. If you want to support us on social media, be sure to follow us at todayworthy. How does it affect you when you've discovered somebody has unfollowed you and expand on that? I can go first on that. Okay. So when I did have the app tracker, (laughs) I was so hurt, you know? Because it tells you who did it, right? Yeah. And it tells you like if they unfollow you or if they deactivate. And to me, like I still remember everyone who's unfollowed me dang yeah so that's why i had to delete it because i was like this isn't healthy like me caring about this is me like i'm just hurting myself yeah you know what motivated you to download it in the first place when my friend in high school she showed it to me i was like that's cool Mm. but why is that but why did why would anyone want that yeah that would stress me out i don't even have my business analytics turned on Cause I can't look at all that information. So for me, I had downloaded it a long time ago because I thought it was right for my business mm-hmm. when I was thinking of social media as my business. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, Oh, this is not helping me. I don't need to be like spending time on this. And also I don't want to get my account hacked. So I ended up deleting it and I haven't seen it in a long time, mm-hmm. but I will um, just full transparency. If I haven't like seen a post by someone or haven't seen them interacting with my stuff, I'll um, look at their page and see if they're still following me. That's me being very honest. <laughs> and if they're not, I'm like, oh, okay, I guess we're just not having a mutual relationship then. Yeah. And then it makes me feel free to unfollow them. But it's always a little nerve wracking when, st- when I'm typing my name in the following part of theirs. And I'm like, oh, there it is still. <laughs> I straight up still got that thing on my phone. <laughs> but why? Well, this is what I do when I see that somebody's unfollow me. I go to their page and I like their last image and then I leave a comment. <laughs> That's so petty. <laughs> I love it. I love it so much. I love doing that. It's so good. Just to mess with them. Because to me, it's like yeah. I put out myself as like a real, it's a real version of who I am on social media or whatever. But I know that if you meet me in person, like it'll be a very much different experience, Mm. you know, like on social media, you are seeing the best versions of myself that I put out. I'll trauma dump once in a while, you know, if like something's really messing me up, but, or I'll like get political if I like feel like I need to voice my opinion about something. Mm -hmm. However, like I know that, when I meet people in real life, you just get a different, there's a different thing about it, about that person. And that's like the real gauge for me on whether or not like this is going to be a friendship that like lasts the test of time. But I mean, like, don't get me wrong. I have like IG friends that I have never met in person mm-hmm. and they're like really fun too. So it's like everything's on a spectrum. Yeah. How about you? 
Tyler? How it feels when someone unfollows me? Yeah, do you notice? Have you ever noticed? I mean, norm. you know, like, my number is so small, especially compared to yours, so, like, I can see it, you know? Mm. Um, and back in the day, like I said before, if I had just posted, like, a song thing and people unfollowed me, I would be like, oh, man, this means I'm not a good singer. But now I'm just like, it's either a bot or it's somebody that I didn't really, you know, probably followed me and was expecting a follow back, but I wasn't interested. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, right now I'm at a point where I can still use my Instagram to connect with people that I want to connect with. And so, you know, if it's not someone I see worth connecting, it doesn't hurt me if they don't want to stay in touch with me. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of just like brushed off my shoulder. Do you yeah. think social media strengthens your existing friendships? For me, yes. Okay, expand. Because I've moved a lot. Mm. And for me, sometimes social media is the only way I could regularly interact with a lot of people. Mm -hmm. I don't have the capacity to be getting on hour-long conversations with everyone. Mm. And it's nice that I could kind of catch up with people. Yes. Uh, But I have to go the extra mile to make sure that it just doesn't stay there. Yeah. I should at least get on a call with them at least once a month or something. Yeah. Or send them a voice message. Um, But for me... I think it's helped me. Yeah, me too. Like I love tapping in with people like or sending them memes or like funny content on Instagram. When you send a text, it's like, oh, okay, you really trying to have a conversation. Like, you know, like, <laughs> you know, like, but on Instagram, it's just like, if you don't respond to me, it's all like, good. I'm, I'm good. Like, yeah. Yeah, you got busy. That's fine. Like, at least like I'm tapping in with you and like, we're able to have just even this short little interaction, like, I love it. That's real. Honestly, yeah. if I, like, for example, Tyler, if I was just your Instagram friend, I wouldn't have, I don't know if I would have gotten as close to you. Mm-mm. Yeah. No. But it's because we text all the time. Yeah. And, like, send vo- voice messages through text. Yeah. Because you don't post a lot, mm-hmm. so it's not like I could interact with a lot. Right. And then a lot of the stuff I post is really ambiguous. Like, it's normally, <laughs> I'm someone who's just like, ah, oh, this looks pretty. I'm going to put it up. Or I like this song. Like, for me social media priority wise is i don't want to say one-sided but it kind of is like Mm. i'm someone who internalizes a lot and so social media i kind of use to externalize like not trauma and stuff but just like stuff that i want to share with people so i guess in that sense yeah it kind of does strengthen because you know a lot of my friends i don't know what they'd be interested in but i can still show them you know, a song that I'm listening to or something that I'm looking at that I really, really like. But yeah. Oh, that's another thing. Getting like music recs from friends. Like, please keep that up. Screenshot those Spotify whenever you're playing it. Like I personally like that. Well, f- for you, Gina, do you feel like it's helped you keep in touch with people? Um, I'm never the type to reach out to anybody. But How come? I want to say it's because not that like, okay, with my close, close friends, I'll always like respond and stuff, like reply to their stories or like comment on their pictures and stuff. But when it comes to just acquaintances, like I don't. Mm. So. But you still follow them? Yeah. And then right now, see, like even when I go on Instagram, I'll only look at the first couple stories and then the first couple posts and then I exit out. Mm. Like I don't really use Instagram the way I used to use it. But it, it helps you keep in touch with like your best friend in Hawaii and yeah. best friend in San Francisco and mm-hmm. stuff. So have you ever taken like a legit social media or any of us? Have you ever have we taken a so legit social media break like deactivated? Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. I don't think Jennifer and I ever have. Wow. I deactivated Facebook for a while just because I legit never. I use Facebook. What brought me back to Facebook was Marketplace. Yeah. Honestly. But I don't like Facebook. I don't know. I'm only there because of like the communities for like film and stuff. And that's it. Yeah. Yeah. I think because I always thought of it low key as business, I never got rid of it. Uh, that's true. Like, I. I'll like take a few days break and try not to open the app mm. as much, but I've never been driven to the point where I felt like I needed to deactivate, but y'all too have never driven to the point, like driven to the point, just more so at a point where I'm just so overwhelmed with life. Social media would just be another distraction that I don't need. Um, so there was a point where the first week of every month I would just deactivate everything and yeah. kind of sit with myself and i noticed that my mental health did get better yeah with all that extra noise but even now my social media is on the very last page of my phone so i don't it, i don't even have it on my like screens really i have oh, it you have in the app library oh, okay yeah. you have to search for it. that's smart mm-hmm. yeah no i just put mine on the last page oh uh, yeah for me um i think it's because like our age too mm. so like we grew up kind of with it in school yeah. so it was always a personal thing mm-hmm. like it, it was just like all of our friends, I guess, mm-hmm. like our community. But then like, whereas like you guys, you guys use it for work. You guys are like content creators. You mm-hmm. guys do photography. Like you have to have some kind of portfolio. because the stuff we grew up with failed. <laughs> they don't <laughs> exist anymore. <laughs> Bye. Yeah. Bye. Uh, MySpace. MySpace yeah. Friendster. Wait, mm-hmm. how serious, how serious did you take your top eight? Uh, not too serious. I would, I'd probably put like a, like um, a celebrity or something, you know? Just to let people know, like, this is the type of music I like. I went through, like, top 16 phase, and then I went through a top four phase, too. Mm -hmm. Dang. That's funny. That's true, though, because y'all grew up with it. Yeah, so now I'm in this weird phase where it's, like, it used to only be, like, personal life. Mm -hmm. But now I'm grown up, and I have to, like, use it for work. How much of my personal stuff do I post? Mm -hmm. And how much of my work stuff do I post? You ever considered having multiple pages, like a personal page and then a work page? Yeah, I've had a work page or like business page for my UX UI. I unfollowed that. I deleted it. Okay. She went up to you, homie. (laughs) There was nothing on it. I just don't use it, you know? Yeah. So. Did you ever have a Finsta? I have. (laughs) I've had a Finsta. I have a Finsta. I still have a Finsta. I Finsta? I I still have it. Wow. But I only follow my best friend and my best friend only follows me. It's just like. Yeah, just the two of you interesting why are you looking at me like that jen oh no i i don't think i made a finsta because it would just be another account i have to handle yeah my finsta is the futuristic vintage my real instagram is unknown no oh, <laughs> oh. i follow it but you don't follow me back Dang. he hasn't even posted on it i do post mm. on it sometimes oh i haven't seen it in a long time I got rid of my Finsta in college after a professor was like, that's a bad idea. And I was like, you're right. Because I follow some of my friends' Finsta still. And I'm just like, y'all should not, like, just talk to these people. Communicate with these people that you hate or something. Oh, like, they're, why do people say bad so things? So a lot of the Finstas that I used to follow was just people ranting and sometimes people, like, shading other people. It's just very. Oh, that kind of Finsta. Yeah. So I thought Finsta was more so like like a personal private yeah where you could just post whatever. Oh no, in my yeah. college like it was post whatever, but sometimes that would be like shading other people, and uh, so or like talking crap about professors. And that's stuff. what Twitter's for. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but yeah, I had to get rid of that real quick because I mean my Finsta honestly just 
kept me in a negative mindset. You know, I was like, oh, I have the space to post negative stuff and people are going to like it. Mm -hmm. So why I'm just going to, it's funny. So I'm going to keep being negative, but Mm -hmm. that actually was terrible for my mental health. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I think my younger sister and all of her friends have instas that are like that more negative, like more ranty. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So do you think that, um, because you're saying you're getting back into social media because of work, Mm -hmm. like where do you see the benefit of that? Um, I'm following like everyone that I meet at work now, seeing what they do. I actually talk to them, you know, on sets, on shoots. So you do see it as a networking tool in that way. Yeah. So it's definitely. Because it feels safer in a way than giving your phone number. Yeah. 100% safer. Yeah. Everybody asks for Instagram handles other Mm. than, you know, Mm -hmm. other than phone numbers now. It's low key, especially for the type of work y'all do. Mm -hmm. Um, A a resume. Mm. It can if you, like the thing is is that you can make it whatever you want. Sometimes if you're like too in your face and it's like work 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 work, no personality whatsoever. Yeah. That's boring to me. If you mix it up good, you have that good balance of doing that. Thank you. Cuz I feel like what differentiates us all as creative people is yes, the technical skill of what you are able to do is important but is your feed fired like do you have a sense of humor do you incorporate pieces of yourself into it to like create an experience you know let me get to know who you are as a person if like if we do get to a point where we can work or we work together then like let that be some sort of prereq so that i can and that's part of the reason why like I will admit, like, I curate my page around that ideology. And I am very intentional. But I do try to keep it real at the same time. Yeah, it's. It, I think there's a different balance for everyone. And when I think about it, for the most part, the longer I've been on social media, the people who consistently interact with my stuff are people I don't know. That's how it's become. It's funny because I have to tell like my close friends to be like, hey, can you interact with this? Or, hey, can you, did you see my post about this? Can you listen to my podcast? Well, you're an influencer, one. Second, like, I feel like I've, same thing happened with my friends. They just aged out. No, that's, no, yeah, I'm not saying it as a bad thing. I'm just saying that if you continue to do this for work, it's not even personal in that sense. It's more so as you grow as an artist, there will be people who don't know you and you don't know personally that will support you, which is pretty cool that they can stumble upon your work and who you are. And like, because my friends are getting older, having children and stuff, Instagram is not their priority. So I will directly message them and let them know about something I've released and stuff like that. I came up with... I discovered something really interesting that I thought was like a power move for like people, like old people, like my generation. Okay. Cause like a lot of my friends, like they just don't really pay attention to like followers or whatever people that I came up with. So, and I respect that. It's like, you know, you're just very community oriented. Like I don't know 2000 people and be close with them you know yeah so like 
you know, like some of my older friends, like they'll have like 150 followers. They follow in like a hundred people, but then it's like, I'm still in their close friends, like story thing. And I'm like, <laughs> I I'm flattered that you would put me there, but it's like, bro, like everybody that, you're following are your close friends <laughs> so it's like yeah no like what does that mean like do so is everybody yeah no because i have some some like kids younger than me but i'm on their close friends that i've maybe said hi to once when i was like in high school like literally like guys younger guys or you know it's like i've never had a conversation with you but i'm on your close friends i think you're cute yeah maybe they look at your page a lot so you showed up as a close friend suggestion and they kept you there yeah, or it could be like they keep everyone that they kind of know and then maybe like parents or, you know, like people they don't want to see. Right. Interesting. All right, public versus private. Public. Like, have you ever made your page private before? I mean, briefly, but like it was when I was self-conscious of myself, you know, like when I didn't want specific people to see my page instead of blocking them, I would just private my page, but... Now I'm like, I got nothing to hide. Come at me, bro. Mm. When I first started Instagram, I think it was a thing to make it private. Like it was normal. Mm. Everyone had a private yeah. unless you were a celebrity. But now everyone has a public. I'm public because of work. I oh. want it, it as easy as possible for you to get to my stuff. Yeah. I think there was a strategy back then where people would make it private because then people would have to follow you if they watch your stuff mm. or if they mm. wanted to interact with you. But I, I have mine public. Yeah, mine's public too for work. It's mm -hmm. a dumb strategy. No one likes paywalls. No one likes having <laughs> to. My Finsta is private though. I mean, for your mental protection, maybe. Mm. For for family and friends. Exclusive. Exclusive. Wow. Yeah. This one's really deep. Very heavy. Um, but I wanted to ask the group, has social media ever made you hate yourself? Yeah. All the time, right? Especially if you grow up with it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because it's like, take FOMO to like another level. It's like not even that, oh, people are over here. People have these things that I want. You know? like, And this is back when you're not mature enough to... Now, that would never happen. Social media would mm -hmm. never make me hate myself. But I was at an age where I was vulnerable to that. And I was just like, everyone looks so much happier. Everyone looks so much cooler than me. Why am I not like this? And you know it just makes you embarrassed to be yourself sometimes if you don't have all of that pretty stuff that you can show off at least me back then i definitely went through phases of not just hating myself but feeling like i wasn't even worth hating like i wasn't worth anything mm. and it started with the comparisons that people would make because you're online but it was a double-edged sword because someone like me needed to be a representation for my younger self. Mm -hmm. And it's a battle that I still have because I want people who may resonate with me more than people they already have seen or follow to feel like, oh, there's someone out there who also resonates with my life. So I definitely went through that. Um, but that's why it's so important for me to continuously question why I'm online and what my goal is of staying online. 
Um, I do think it's super interesting that for younger people, it's been always a part of their life. And for, but all of us are minorities. And I think about how social media meant a lot to our community because we didn't have ways to tell our stories mm-hmm. unless someone greenlit like a movie or something like that. Which didn't happen. Right. Until even, t- even now it's hard. It's still hard to do. Yeah. And so social media was our way of being able to be something. Oh my gosh. Reminds me of the old days of YouTube when all the Asian yeah. people were coming up. I think that's why YouTube was huge. Mm-hmm. And even now, like with it, the influencers playing field, like anyone can be an influencer. Yeah. <laughs> How about you? Absolutely. Being an artist or being a creative person, it's like one of the most vulnerable places on planet earth. When that thing you posted that you like were so confident in, like in getting numbers, how can you not think about it? You got to build the mental wall, the fortitude of like strength in order for you to be able to overcome that. But then it's like the real challenge is self-love. Like what you were talking about earlier, it's like I'm posting this content because I like it. I want to. And it doesn't matter what anybody else says about it, what they feel. This is me. This is what I'm doing. I'm taking back reclaiming my territory Mm -hmm. i get really existential with things Mm -hmm. and i question a lot and i've trained myself to question ask i've i've trained myself to ask the right questions to myself to liberate anything that might hold me back Mm -hmm. from feeling comfortable to be online if that's what i'm continuing to choose to do Mm -hmm. going back to what john was saying how when he doesn't get the numbers of likes, when he like puts out something he created, that has a lot to do with me. Like I resonate with that because like I've never posted anything like any of my artworks, you know, because mm-hmm. I'm so scared that like people will judge me or like I won't get the number of likes that I want. Mm-hmm. That'll make me happy, you know. But now thinking about it is like, is it because you are like you are a photographer, a videographer, that is your label. So if I think of myself as like an artist, um, there's kids that like put out, post pictures of like what they draw or what they make, but they don't care. They do it so freely. Is it because like they think they're, they don't label themselves as that. So they don't, it's not like a, what is it? Like it's not important to them whether people like it or not, Mm. you know? It's not their work and they're just doing it for fun. Yeah. Like where do you where where do you find that balance? With me, back to my the videos I put up singing, I just there was a point where I wouldn't put them up because like, oh, I'm flat here. I just found the beauty in that imperfection. You know? Mm-hmm. I kind of just tossed any desire to look perfect to the side because I'm just like, I like how I felt recording mm-hmm. this. I like how I look sitting in my living room recording mm-hmm. this. I like that it shows who I am, period. I don't, you know, I'm not putting it there for validation. I'm just sharing something that made me feel good. And yeah. that's honestly, I had to actively make that choice too, to to choose to show that pretty moment in my life, What a, a moment that I saw pretty. It might not have looked the prettiest, but it felt really, yeah. really pretty. Yeah, I just feel a lot of pressure. Mm-hmm. Like that one album cover that I did for you 
a lot of people like that, you know. Was the Odessa Beat one? No, it was oh. the No Words to Say volume one. Yeah, so Gina did the artwork for John's uh, music. You can check it out. <laughs> yes. The futuristic vintage. Yes. And the artwork is beautiful. Yeah, and that's like the one and only like artwork I've ever had out, you know. But you've never posted even that on your personal yeah why? i have it tagged you know if you look at my tags it's yeah. there mm -hmm. did you ever want to post it yeah but why didn't you because it's like i feel pressure mm -hmm. you know i feel vulnerable you you think that the amount of likes is going to dictate the value of it yeah because right? like, like likes you know likes do matter it's almost like the addiction mm -hmm. to like getting more likes yeah but i mean also at the end of the day likes doesn't determine whether or not your work is good yeah like well now i don't right okay i don't really care about it as much just yeah. but i don't post don't let's post, post it right now posted anything let's, let's that, post it right now of your me, album cover that you did hey gina have you ever considered coaching yeah i know <laughs> <laughs> like, hashtag today where it's, it's honestly so freeing though because it, it shows a side of you you know like mm -hmm. it, it's your art yes but like it shows people you and what yeah. you can do um and honestly I think it'd be dope if you started like putting up works in progress as well, you know, just showing like yeah. stages of it because mm -hmm. people love that, yeah. you know, like the finished product is cool and everything, but I think a lot of people are really interested in like what it took to get you there too. Mm -hmm. But the re main reason I have like a lot of my posts archived right now is because like I cringe at it or like, yeah. you know, like I remember the memories that I uh -huh. had. Okay. Yeah. That makes so sense. So I don't want to be, I don't want to regret it. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. So let me get this straight. Let me get this straight. You have a desire to post something. Yeah you'll like actually create the thing i'll i'll post like i'll go start writing a caption sit there for like an hour sometimes like five minutes and be like no let's just keep it in my drafts uh -huh. and, and then, then the next day i look at it i'm like eh, and I, I keep thinking about it how many drafts do you have right now i delete it oh, afterwards so i'm just like no i what didn't you, do it then i won't do it now what are your thoughts on that jennifer <laughs> I understand. Mm -hmm. I understand that likes, it's, it, it hits good. It's a good dopamine. Yeah, it's a good dopamine. Good dopamine. <laughs> but I think it's very wise to think, okay, like I don't have control of the algorithm. I don't know if people are even going to see it. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a reason why people do this for work and they know what days to post or what times to post. You're not thinking about that. Mm -hmm. You're focused on like what you want to post. And it may not, quote unquote, perform well according to whatever industry standards is. But at the end of the day, like you created something and it's been out and people love it. Why not let people know that it's what you created? That's my thing. If you're like, you have no desire, but you actually create it and you draft it and then you delete it. <laughs> like, yeah, there's something that we got to yourself. Yeah, there's something we got to work on right there. Yeah. You guys should go check out um, the futuristicvintage.com. There's a blog post called Breaking Out. No, it's called Wrapped. No. Wrapped. It's, it's called. Wrapped. It's Wrapped, right? No. It's called. Personified. Personified. Oh. You should write a blog post about your day today, Gina. You should just have a blog, period. Okay. Yeah. And post it. Don't draft it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And have you considered coaching? <laughs> <laughs> like. When it comes to the things that I post, if anyone looks at my Instagram, you'll see it looks chaotic. It's me being silly. It's me being thoughtful. It's me being just silly. I, I just post whatever I feel like is right for me. 
I don't know if people like it or not. I hope they do because I'm human. But okay, let's say like real numbers, right? I have 16,000 followers on Instagram. After you hit more than 10,000, you don't see the other numbers. So I don't know who's unfollowing me, following me throughout the day. That's like a perk of having more than 10,000 followers. However, I'll tell you, there's some posts where I get 50 likes. Okay, like 50 likes out of 16,000 sounds like trash buckets. At the end of the day though, I'm liberated and I'm still doing the things that I've been doing. Music, acting, having my family, having my friends, building a new business. I'm still figuring it out. But I hope that when I end this life, that people will say, Jennifer never gave up. Jennifer didn't live by everyone else's rules. And that includes Instagram. Mm. And so I'm so thankful that everyone here was very open about how they perceive social media. I feel like this is something we talk for hours. It might not be our only episode where we talk about this, but my biggest thing is that I want our listeners to take away. The biggest thing that I want our listeners to take away is that your page is your page. There are gonna be rules set against us because at the end of the day, everything's a business. But enjoy yourself because I promise you, people aren't looking at your stuff thinking, how many likes does it have? Okay, then I'll support it. Mm -hmm. And even if they do, they're not for you. And I'm okay with that too. If people see my posts and they're like, oh, this isn't for me then I've made my life easier. Cause there's always, it's always better to have like a handful of real supporters than a bunch of followers that don't care about you. And I want you to know that if you're someone who is scared to share the artwork or the project that you've been working on because you don't know how anyone else will perceive you, you need to work on yourself first. You need to have that confidence in who you are because at the end of the day, you have to go to bed with yourself and talk to yourself in your brain and show up as yourself in front of everyone. It's not gonna last long if you have to play a part. So just know that everything you do is today worthy, so post that. Post it and tag us and I will comment. Love y'all. Peace.